All right, so this is Daniel Steinberger. This is episode five of season one. I'm just going to read a quote from a book that I've been reading called The Laws of Success, Using the Power of Spirit to Create Health, Prosperity, and Happiness. This section is titled, From the Ocean of Abundance. Just as all power lies in his will, so all spiritual and material gifts flow from his boundless abundance. In order to receive his gifts, you must eradicate from your mind all thoughts of limitation and poverty. Universal mind is perfect and knows no lack. To reach that never-failing supply, you must maintain a consciousness of abundance. Even when you do not know where the next dollar is coming from, you should refuse to be apprehensive. When you do your part and rely on God to do his, you will find that mysterious forces come to your aid and that your constructive wishes soon materialize. This confidence and consciousness of abundance are attained through meditation. Since God is the source of all mental power, peace, and prosperity, do not will and act first, but contact God first. Thus you may harness your will and activity to achieve the highest goals. As you cannot broadcast through a broken microphone, so you cannot send out prayers through a mental microphone that has been disordered by restlessness. By deep calmness, you should repair your mind microphone and increase the receptivity of your intuition. Thus, you will be able to broadcast to him effectively and to receive his answers. With me today, I have Steve. And uh, Steve wanted to talk a little bit about um, the prison system, right? Yes. Um, And before we do that, uh, would you mind just going through this uh, uh, that section with me and uh, and providing any comments about uh, manifesting prosperity and uh, the way that the mind works in terms of how we align ourselves in our relationship with the divine your thoughts good bad or ugly yeah um, we we need to uh, consciously choose the path that we're on. This um, allowing things to randomly happen to guide us um, can lead you down many paths that are um, not healthy. Not healthy for the body, not healthy for the mind, and not healthy for the neshama, the spirit. Of, yeah, of the, I, I've been there. I don't know about you, but I've been there many times yes. where I just allow things um, to, to happen based on my, my mind. And again, I think what the passage was trying to say was our mindset is what determines our reality. So if we're restless and we're angry and, and anxious, and our mindset and emotions are what dictate our reality. So if we just allow it to randomly happen and don't actively try to shape the direction and um, and feeling space that we're in, then we're just we leave things up to random stuff, and that doesn't turn out well. No, it becomes very unhealthy. And um, I have found um, uh, both before and after my uh, time as a guest of the federal government that the more you immerse yourself in the care and helping of others, the less uh, chance you have of um, responding to random activity, random uh, uh, presentations. And 
by doing service for others, you take yourself out of the ability to create that woe is me mentality. Mm. Um, and, and that, I think, is, is extremely important. Um, I've always enjoyed uh, sharing knowledge with others and helping others. Um, and one way that I, I tried to maintain my sanity was by teaching, uh, when I was in federal prison, teaching um, my fellow inmates about how the stock market works. Beautiful. And um, um, I know uh, that um, now, today, being out of the system for just uh, over two years, that there's many that are out there fulfilling um, dreams and wishes that they have by paying attention to the stock market and, and investing there. But you, uh, how long were you in prison for? 26 months. 26 months, so it's yeah. a little bit over two years. Yeah. Okay, and then um, since you've gotten out, um, can you share a little bit about you know where you're at now and how you got to where you're at now? Because now you've got a pretty good situation so far, you know, going from being in prison just relatively recently to getting to the point where you're at is, is, is a huge amount of success in my view. Yeah. So um, why don't you share a little bit about where you're at now? So, so um, when I came out of the prison system, had it not been for my children, um, uh, both while I was in prison and coming out of prison, I would have um, basically been on the verge of homelessness. Wow. Uh, but because my children were um, able to intervene, and specifically my daughter, um, I that's, was able that's Sarah, to... Sarah, right? That's Sarah, Sarah yes. was just on the previous podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, and Sarah um, was able to open her home for me, even though the uh, prison system wanted to put me back into prison for a period of 18 months. And the reason they wanted to do that is that I had a heart attack while I was in prison wow. and I wasn't taken care of. They wow. refused treatment to me. And so that occurred approximately six weeks before my release date. And I was released from prison on April 15. April 16, I saw doctors at a uh, medical facility here in Los Angeles. And on the 17th, I was admitted into the hospital for an emergency uh, triple bypass. And uh, once the bypass was done, um, the Fed, uh, federal system wanted, uh, because the halfway house didn't want to take any responsibility for my recuperation, the federal prison system wanted to put me back into prison for a period of 18 months until they thought I was uh, successfully uh, recuperated. And uh, thank God again for my daughter who intervened and uh, was able to have me released um, under her care. 
still under the supervision of the Bureau of Prisons, but I, at least I wasn't going back into prison for another 18 months. Anyway, um, one thing that I found out um, uh, during this period of recuperation was that the housing situation for recently released inmates um, is terrible. Uh, terrible in its availability and terrible in uh, their ability to um, house people. And so I, I found uh, support, financial support, and I bought a home here in South Central Los Angeles, and my home holds up to 40 men. So Wow, so, uh, so this is, so you were able to create a, a, a halfway house for yourself and for up to 40 people. Exactly. That's beautiful. And how long was this since you were uh, released from prison? Uh, it, it took me almost 18 months. Okay. So it yeah. took 18 months to get to this point. I can only imagine where you're going to be in the next 18 months. And I'm, I mean, I see the success of where you're at and the mindset that you're at and the positivity that you bring into this and the positivity that Sarah brings into this. And within 18 months, you're here. And that, I, I can only imagine that if we double that and we say in 18 months from now, what, I mean, what, where do you think you're going to be? I mean, I, I hope to be um, uh, in 18 months. I hope to have opened my second home. And I hope to be able to build uh, low-cost housing for people to ultimately own their own real estate. And uh, I believe we can build something um, very, very uh, secure for people. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, we're going to wrap things up for this recording. Uh, but thank you, Steve. Steve, did you want to share your last name? You don't have to. And, and it's not important. Not important. Okay. Well, um, thank you for, for, for joining me for this podcast. Again, this is episode five of The Garden Awaits, season one. And I was speaking with Steve. Steve's been through the prison system, the federal prison system, which is different than much local different. county. Okay. Oh, much different. So very different. Um, maybe next time we'll talk about uh, a, little, a little bit about the, um, um, the, the prison system itself and okay. uh, your experiences when you were there. Uh, but for this time, I think that uh, we're, we're ending on a note of hope and we're ending on uh, a, a bright outlook toward the future. So let's do a little, let's do a little high into that. Do you have, uh, do you have another cup here? No. Oh. All right, let's, let's grab another cup real quick and we'll do a Lachaim to some lemonade. Is it lemonade? Lemon water. Okay, so not quite lemonade, lemon water. We're going to do a Lachaim since uh, this is a sober house. So there's no alcohol. We're just going to do a quick l'chaim. Oh, l'chaim means to life. So it's like salut. Same thing. So we'll do a quick l'chaim to the future success. Thank you. And prosperity. Thank you. All right. Thank you for joining us. Cheers. Cheers.